while we dedicate the last Saturdays in the month on the show to questions and answers, uh, this particular edition, being the month of March, um, which is specially dedicated to conversations about domestic abuse and violence, um, we're going to be having that conversation as we take your questions on the show this morning, all right? It's the month of March, specially dedicated to conversations on this particular show on awareness, uh, creating awareness and of course joining our voices to the good fight to end the, all forms of domestic abuse and violence. Two Saturdays ago when we uh, introduced the the conversation, the, um, my guest, Lumide Kairio Moshibi, whom you'd hear in a moment, reeled out to us the different types of abuse that there, the different types of abuse that exist, you know, from emotional to financial to, of course, the physical that we know, the sexual that we know, and there's also cultural abuse as well. Uh, so we're going to continue on that path today. We also have a guest joining us live in the studio this morning. We'll meet her shortly and we'll be making some phone calls as well as the show progresses. So without further ado, good morning to you, my guest. How are you today? Good morning, good to see you. Good to see you too, good to see you too. How are you? Uh, I'm well, thank God. How are you? How's your family? Thank God, very well. Good That's great. So you're hearing the voice of Ulumide Kayode Omoshibi. He's a lawyer and the CEO of Innocence Health Initiative. Go ahead, please. Good morning, everyone, again. Thank you for waking up early to listen to our program. I always deeply appreciate it. Uh, straight to the point today because we have a lot of things to touch. Uh, for those who have been listening to our program for a while, you would know that the month of March is totally dedicated to domestic violence and abuse. And this is for the sole reason that I have found that in Nigeria, the month of March determines the curve of abuse in the year. Uh, my study and research and spans back from uh, 2012 that is 11 years now that was when my research began and i found out that march is the awakening of deadly domestic violence and abuse for the year now this month alone the month of march we have lost 36 women in 21 days 36 women yes by the 21st i just us and you know that these are some reported cases some we we got by reports and um, it, it is terrible we lost one man that i am aware of uh, i think on the second of march but it has been predominantly women the figures are grossly undercalculated because we have no means of getting the actual figures but as it is now uh, we have 36. March in Nigeria has become a deadly month and it's like the opening of Pandora's box. On the, on the 18th of this month, a 75-year-old grandmother in Ondo State set her son, her son's wife, and her, her grandchildren ablaze in the house. Her son's name is Victor, the wife's name is Rachel, and the two children, Toluani and Blessed, were in the house at night. Uh, she got some dry palm funds and a little petrol her son kept in a gallon for the generator. She spread it around the house and set it on fire. When she was asked why she did it, she said her son 
and her wife were starving her. So she burnt an entire generation. I think one of the children survived and is in intensive care. Did she burned her son too? Yes. The entire family? The son, the wife, and, and the children. two children. But one survived and is in intensive care now. Now, further investigations showed that 18 out of these 36 had left their abusive marriages and came back for two major reasons. The first, because they did not have the means of income to sustain themselves and the children. Second, because their religious leaders and family members told them to go back. Uh, sadly, today, I want to dedicate today's program to one of our listeners who was killed by her husband as we were having the show on Saturday the 11th. It was in the very early hours, just uh, the Saturday before the governorship elections. You know, we missed uh, one Saturday last week. Uh, she was one of our listeners and she she chatted me up on, uh, on Messenger. The Facebook Messenger oh, okay. that was um, that was I think it was very I think last year late last year and she told me she was in an abusive marriage and I gave her some tips she kept you know we kept in touch in touch but I was I was called immediately after the show that um, she had been killed at the hands of her husband early and that is one of our, our listeners. Her name is Mrs. Fumi Hosanna. So I want to dedicate today, especially to Mrs. Fumi Hosanna. I want to make a call to one of her friends and the family, especially the family that introduced her to my program. I, I want us to uh, place a call. Um, okay, well, Madam Onye is doing that. There is a special kind of pain when, you know, you think you are used to it, people that I know, you know. How is it that you can be by stream yet die of thirst? You know somebody like me, you listen to me on the program, and yet you still succumb to death in the hands of a spouse. Uh, this is really... It really, you know, it's different if you don't know. But when you start burying people you know all the time, uh, do we have them on like? Okay. While the show was going. Early in the morning, around 4 a.m., the fight started. You know, uh, these were the words of uh, the daughter. that you heard what she was about to when this happened? Yes, um, especially from um, this uh, couple who introduced her to my show. Mm -hmm. They, even the, the husband had, uh, the man had put some money aside, people had contributed money. 
two. Okay, I think I have. I have Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. How are you, Sam? Mr. Edith, I want to really specially appreciate you for coming on here to, to talk to us. Um, and also, uh, the grief is special to, to, to me, but more to you because you are someone that was in direct contact with her. So uh, today I want to just dedicate some three, four minutes to her before we proceed on this show. Uh, please, can you tell me what exactly happened? Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us on the program today. Could you could you speak a little louder? Your voice is a bit more more. Okay, go ahead, sir. Thank you. 
How many how many children did she have, sorry? How old are the children, please? Sorry, how long had this uh, abuse been going on? your wife there? Okay, okay, okay. Thank you very much. God bless you and me. It's so okay. okay. All right. Who had to build? Oh, the nurse. The nurse had to bail herself for sixty with sixty thousand naira. What what police station is that? Ijede police station. That is that is uh, the, the police force we have come to. You know, you meet some policemen, they are they do their jobs professionally, you meet some, they, they are worse than criminals. It's just unfortunate. They they exploit every situation and give the Nigerian police a bad name. It is well. Thank you very much. I, I can imagine. Thank you very much, sir. Because of time, we have to really move forward. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Uh, may the soul of uh, dear departed rest in peace. I'm so sorry for you. I mean, I've been quiet most of the time because when when we talk about domestic violence and abuse, people are like, um, you know, it, it is. Let me let me let me go to this. The investigations that. We had with you know found out from about 18 of the 36 women that have died this month uh, revealed that you know um, they had once left 
but came back. And some of them came back because no money. Some came back because of persuasion from family members and their spiritual leaders. Now, it is, it is very amazing. Women, the beginning of your death, your destruction, your affliction, is when you marry and you don't have a job. You, you have nothing that brings you an income. You can be a job, it can be a skill, it can be a talent. And you marry, you, you, it is the shortest cut to domestic violence and abuse. The other side to this is that some of you had jobs, but your husband will now tell you, uh, you have to leave that job. I'm married to a woman who her first husband told her to choose between her job and her marriage. And then when it became an issue, you know, some of the, it became a, one church issue and they would say, uh, so will you choose your job over your marriage? Will you choose your... Listen, you cannot be without a means of income because if anything happens, two things can happen to you. First of all, if that man who promised to take care of you and he's actually taking care of you dies suddenly or loses his job, then what happens? What happens, ladies and gentlemen? That is where you find children who are going to good schools. Then the death of their father, they would withdraw and start going to public schools because the wife had not, has nothing to contribute. Then for your own sake, because you don't know how your marriage will end, we marry with the best intentions. You cannot be jobless. I gave you seven character traits you cannot marry. One of it is a jobless spouse unemployed unemployable no skill no talent you see unemployment simply means you have no job but you have the education qualification or skill required to get a job but you don't have one and most likely you are looking for that is unemployed then there's the unemployable which means they have no education no skill no talent to get a job or do anything and I tell men you cannot marry women who are unemployable some people are unemployable because of their character I know last year a man came to me his wife lost three jobs in two months because she's fights everywhere so their character makes them unemployable do you understand you wanted to get a job from me and I say you should bring your previous place of employment and I see that you were sad because I won't, I won't employ you so the issue is that you cannot, if anybody tells you to choose between your job and your marriage, choose your job. I tell you with all, tell them I said it. Because to disenfranchise a woman, make her a dependent at your whim, at your caprice. The day you don't have, well, she doesn't have. A woman was talking to me two years ago. She was a deputy director. The husband insisted she left her job. And then when she left the job, anytime there is a fight, the man will not drop anything. To her period, there are times when they have an argument and she is in her period, he will not even drop allowance that she would use to buy her sanitary items. So she said the lowest point in her life was when she just gave birth. And the mother of her husband came to Domugo, that the mother will be supporting her husband, that you are even spoiling her, that, you know, she doesn't work enough. So one day, while 
her period started, her husband was not talking to her, and she told that she was breastfeeding while bleeding in her period. So she was using a towel to hold her menses and breastfeeding the baby at that the baby's legs were soiled in blood, as in because she was holding mm, the I towel mean, and breastfeeding. Can you imagine that? She looked at herself, someone that was a deputy director, that was giving people money. And at the end of the day, she was sent out of the house. Where could she was begging? Because she had nowhere to go. She didn't have any money to fall back on. You have to tell any man that wants to marry you that you will work. You will not be. You went to primary school. You went to secondary school. You went to the university only to come and start cooking beans and sweeping the floor in the house. And then you now will now send that same man that told you to leave the job will now send his own daughter to school. Why is he sending her to school if at the end of the day it is the kitchen? Why don't we save that money and use to do something better if you want to send your own daughter to school but tell the mother not to work? Men, stop marrying women that have nothing to offer. Look at you. You, have, you are bringing nothing to the table. You are, the Bible tells you can two work together unless they agree. Two are definitely better than one because when one falls, the other will be able to raise. How are you a help meet when you have no help to meet with? That is, if anything happens to the man, that is the end. But we are talking about women now who left their marriages, who came back because they had nothing. Some of them had jobs before, but because of their marriage, they had to step down. You see, if your job is too, they say the job is too stressful, they don't see you. Hey, hey, leave that job for another job, but not leave the job for the house. You cannot leave your job. That is why 18 women are there today because they had nowhere to go. They had nowhere, no money. Everybody, no family. Family that you are even the one giving money to. After you don't have work, where will, who would you ask? Then the second reason are those spiritual leaders and family members who tell you to go back and pray and tell you God hates divorce. You have to be patient. Love is long-suffering. Let me tell you, there's a difference between long-suffering and to suffer long. Long-suffering is as a result of your faith. Do you understand? This is not a test of your faith. This is a test of your marriage. When, if it is not working, it is not working. You see, I have a problem with people who carry the Bible and think that the Bible is a qualification to tell people how to spend money, to tell you to now be a spirit, uh, an advisor, a financial advisor, a, uh, you, you become a family a therapist, you become a, a consultant in uh, domestic violence and abuse. People want to open businesses, they have to come and pray, for, uh, you, you have to go there and uh, give them a vision on how to do the business. The Bible is not for that. The Bible is not a qualification. When you think, oh, he's our pastor, he's our this, he's a... a lot of these people are not qualified to, to even have an opinion because they don't know anything about the issue. Now, a lot of people have died from religion because of this. You keep sending them back. You have no, you have no knowledge about what domestic violence and abuse is, you don't know the kind of danger you are putting people in. Now, they are dead. My question to you, now, did they die for God or die because of God? 
these people you sent back into the marriage and now they are dead did they die for God or did they die because of God the Bible says in Proverbs 22 3 a wise man sees trouble from afar and hides himself but the simple walk into it and are punished to move very fast you see the issue I have here the second major reason why people went back or go back family members it is very funny where you give your life's decisions to people who are not going through your problem or have no experience to speak about your problem people who will go back to their homes and sleep whereas in your own home it is beaten I don't know what to say how do you make your your decision how how is your how do you how do you give your own life to the whims and the ignorance of other people who will tell you things like every family has theirs everybody knows what they are you have to be patient you have to and they send you back and they tell you to go back and you yourself you pack your bags no sir don't let people give you the food they cannot serve their own children they will give you to eat why would you can't you think about your life your own safety now these same people are going to come to the funeral service of these people of these are ones that we have lost and now give their own ah she was a good person no she was a good this they would exclude the fact that they were the ones that sent you back to die but the issue is that other people will now raise your children your son will call another woman mother your daughter will call another man father oh that is the point when you die and leave your children behind we are we now it has come home to one of our listeners three leaving three children behind pastors I, I keep telling people that pastors you need to go and educate yourself on domestic violence and abuse and stop being accessories to murder carrying a bible does not make you wise prayers doesn't teach you how to how to drive a car it doesn't give you prof it doesn't qualify you for professional advice the bible doesn't teach you how to fly a plane you need to learn you you know what let me explain it in another way say it is because people carry the bible makes just qualifies them automatically to give you marriage advice to give you financial advice to tell you how to do let, let, let's make a call let's make a call Good morning. Oh, I think we should try from another line, maybe. Mm. I think so. I think we should try from another line. 
chapters of the Bible have you read? Everything. You've read from Genesis to Revelations? Yes, sir. Okay. How old were you when you finished reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelations? Ten. Okay. So you were ten years old. You have already read the Bible back to back? Yes, sir. Okay. Please hold on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, my son has read the Bible from Genesis to Revelations, and uh, he did that while he was 10. So now, automatically disqualifies him now at 12 to be giving you advice, Abby, to be giving you advice about your marriage, to be giving you advice about your job, to be giving you advice about your difficulties. So maybe I will keep him online when people call in, I will have... Uh, them, I'll have my son give them advice simply because he has read the Bible back to back and he can quote anything from the Bible. Do you understand that some level of experience and knowledge is also needed in addition to this before he can start giving advice? You know, if this were another party now, it would be like, ah, this boy has read the Bible, but maybe he's a prophet. Maybe, you know, he would now give him one position. Do you understand what I'm saying? How else can I explain to you that the Bible is the most sold book in history? So everybody has it. It is not a qualification. Everybody has it. Irolua, thank you very much. Okay. Give the phone back to your mom. Yeah, whichever. All right. Okay. Sorry to disturb everybody. I'll talk to you later. All right, interesting uh, choice of analogy there. Uh, we already have a couple of messages coming in and wondering. I'll just paraphrase. I've seen about two sort of speaking the same or speaking to the same question. Uh, people are wondering why, um, for example, let me just read Robertson. This person didn't tell me anything. Says, Good morning. Why is your speaker shouting Bible, Bible? Like church is the only spiritual house that gives. I don't even advice. need to. You see, some level of intelligence is required when you want to ask me a question. I've chosen not to answer unintelligent questions. Now I'm talking about the cause of some people's <coughs> deaths, which really goes back to spiritual houses telling people in domestic violence and abuse to go back. 
this is from what we have gathered of people that died this month now you are asking me the question that why is it church why is it bible because it keeps happening stop sending people saying that god hates divorce stop sending them back into abusive marriages and then daddy and mommy brother sister uncle elders stop sending your children back into abusive marriages we are burying them they are dying the worst form you, know, you think it is all just beating there's the emotional and psychological abuse most of them are depressed most of them are anxious most of them already have diseases because of anxiety some already have bp we are losing a generation because you cannot go anywhere then because you are jobless you don't have money to save your own self let me end that there I, there is no other analogy i can use to explain that critical life decisions god gave you a brain for a reason use that brain animals can detect trouble and hide it is only humans that will go and ask people if i should hide from trouble or should i just stay in trouble or should i hide and that person will say don't worry hide god will protect you in the trouble instead of running i don't understand um let me move straight we have a guest here and um still in the spirit of abuse to 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 uh, women this i want you all to hear this story this is a case that um we are dealing with. Um, her name is uh, Madam Priscilla. Yes, my name is Osega Priscilla. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Uh, Priscilla, where are you from? I'm from Edo State. Where in Edo State? Isham, precisely. Isham. Mm -hmm. You people are very strong people. <laughs> so uh, we have about five minutes. Can you can you briefly tell us describe what happened to you? Okay, my own case is my the guy that my ex uh, fiance. Let me put it that way. He was introduced by my auntie to me, and my auntie also told me about the guy that the guy is a good person that he knows the guy to his family's house that is a well brought up child and all that. So he said I should please that he's going to give my phone number to the guy so that we can communicate. He gave my number to the guy, so we started communicating. And the intention of the guy was coming for a marriage, not a relationship. So it was just straightforward. So we started communicating, making call, uh, a WhatsApp call. Had you met call. at this point, or was just no, no? We are still speaking on phone. That's how we met at this point. We okay. have, we have not. So we are just talking, communicating to some months before he invited because me i live in abuja he lives in lagos before he invited me to lagos that i should come to pay me a visit so that we know each other properly mm. so we got to know each other so he said he likes me in person and all that because normally we have just been talking on phone and all that uh, so he even followed me to see my elder sister as a form of introduction that the person I'm saying I'm really interested in her, I'm willing to marry her, mm -hmm. of which he told them. They asked him question, are you sure what you saw you like? Say yes, that is, uh, is, he loves it. Mm -hmm. So before I went back to Abuja, so when I went back to Abuja, we we're still talking on phone, we we're still communicating and all that. So he told me that um, uh, since we are getting married soon, because he told me that we'll get married this uh, February, 
this February that just passed now. 2023. Yes, 2023. Yes. Uh, that was October. He asked me, October last year, he asked me to move to Lagos. Since we are getting married soon, so that we can plan together, uh, do everything together. Because me, I'm a fashion designer. I make men clothes. I said, okay, no problem. If that will make the relationship to go faster, plan together, since we are getting married, no problem. <coughs> He said, so if I'm coming, but those my things, I have my machine, I have to sell them because his apartment is very small. It will not occupy it. That if I sell it, that when I get to Lagos, we'll buy another one because he himself will need to look for a bigger apartment. I said, okay. But the reason why I had it not that thing, I trusted my auntie that introduced me to him because that my auntie is a religious person. Because before coming to Lagos, I asked her, are you sure you know this person very well? He said, yes. He assured me that, yes, I also came to his place. I said, okay, no problem. So I came. When I came, it was so beautiful. This is, Describe something wait, else. how many times did you come now? You came the first time you I, met him? Yes, I came the first time we met. We discussed, followed me to go and see my sister. My moving to Lagos was the second time so okay. that we can plan together. Uh -huh. So when I came, it was hell. Normally before, when I hear that women are in violent relationship by dating, I thought that is the worst thing that you can ever feel in life. I never knew that emotional abuse is worst. So upon you coming to Lagos, had you sold all your machines? I've sold those things. When I sold them, he even asked me to borrow him the money. Oh, wow. I borrowed him the money, knowing that I'm coming to his place. Because I was thinking that maybe if I did not give him the money now, that might be an excuse that, uh, you know, uh, yes, uh, uh, hey, apart from it's not doing it again, you will say, so you are coming to my place, my accommodation and all that, you are going to, you understand? So being that we are planning together, and he assured me that when I come, he will ask to be to get a better one here. So we'll buy I, yes, we'll buy okay. a better one because so, of the stress of coming because he was emphasizing on stress that you don't need to pass yes, 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 with my loan. So he said I should not uh, I should not I don't need to pass through all the stress. But when I came here in Lagos it was something else. And then this man he will be the one to go to market, he will be the one to cook. At times when he cooks too, we have to remove all the meat and leave empty. <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry. Will, as in, the, I, the, the food he cooks in the house most mm -hmm. is beans okay. and stew. Sorry, is the stew that he will cook a pot of stew? He will cook a pot of stew. And remove the meat. And remove the meat. Where will he put the meat? He will put it, he hide it under, inside the freezer. So that you will know it. Yes. Ah, so yes. You cannot go there before he removing the meat from the stew. He doesn't want you to touch it, ah, so he will not touch it. Then he will go to work on Monday. He will come back on Wednesday. When he comes back on Wednesday, he will collect one from inside and put inside the stew for himself to eat. Mm. Wait, what do you? At times he will put he will put two. He will put two. Mm. Maybe when he collect one, uh -huh. the other one. Anybody that goes there first because. We are still in the house, me, him, and his uh, younger brother. Uh -uh, wait. We live in small, one small room. You didn't together. see that he was not living alone before you came? No, I saw that he was, no, I knew that he was not living alone before I came. Because he has assured me that we we'll move to a bigger apartment when I come. But then 
when you came so when i came it was so different, different things as in the kind of behavior the only thing apart from the emotional trauma mm -hmm. the only thing that has made it not to resolve to violence is that if he's angry he's raising his voice even if he's the one wrong i would say i'm sorry sir and you i'm sorry sir i will be the one apologizing when he's wrong if not, no, the only reason why I'm still in Lagos, I applied for my, uh, since I was making men flow, so I said, let me make Unisys. Okay. So I applied for learning of the female own, of which when I just came, he, as in using that one to welcome me, I said, okay, since there's no money, when I came, I saw there's no money to go and rent shop and all those things he was promising. I said, okay, instead of just staying like that, doing nothing, let me just use this opportunity to go and learn the female. Yes, I don't understand. So in the house, what do you, how do you do? What do you do now? Okay, this was how long ago? This was, it was since uh, December last year. He told me that he's no longer interested. Okay. Ah. Okay, he said he's it, not interested. Yeah, he said, ah. I, it's now it's barely two months I came. He told me that he How about the money is already money? Yes, he paid the money back. So and it was the money I've been using to survive myself since that time to now because he doesn't drop money in the house. I said he's the one that goes to market and cook. Maybe the day that I will not be around there will be nothing. He will not cook. So you don't really eat? Not he much. His brother not too, much. or his brother used to not fend much. for himself. His yes, that one too. When he goes to work, he'll buy food for himself. So when it comes around, that is when he will cook, and he doesn't stay that much in the house. How do you mean he doesn't stay? He will go to work on Monday, will come oh, back on Wednesday. Then on Friday, will go back and come so back on Saturday. on Tuesday, you will not eat? On Tuesday, I'll, feed, I'll be the one to feed myself. So those days I will not be around, I'll be the one to feed myself. So the thing has getting out of hand. When I talk to him, he doesn't re respond. You so understand? how do you even go back now? How do you, how do you, where do you go from here? You, you sold all your... That is the problem now. What about your accommodation in uh, Abuja? I, 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 the rental has expired. Do you have any family in Abuja you can go back to? Any no, friend? I don't have any family there. So this guy just planned to ruin my life. So out of nowhere, he just said he's not doing anything. Can you give you a reason you, why? Thank you, thank you for that question. Okay. And then for him to tell me that he doesn't want the relationship again, just barely two months. What happened? Did I do something wrong? Because knowing two people coming from different family, mm -hmm. there might be the what this person is doing that. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, is there anything I'm doing that you don't like? He said, no, there's nothing. I said, so what is the problem? Okay, what is the reason of breaking the relationship? He said he did not love me. He was thinking that if I come to Lagos, mm -hmm. uh, that is when the love yeah. Yeah, but my coming to Lagos now, the love is still so you to gamble and with your life after you had sold yes. everything that was giving you money, gone yes. to meet your so you so, answer your and all this the auntie that orchestrated this whole meeting, please where is she in all this? I I went to tell her, look at what this guy has done. He said she asked me what did I want. I said fine. If that is the case, he said he did not want the relationship. Mm -hmm. I can't impose myself on him or force myself on the man. So let him settle me. Before I came, I was living in a self contained You were doing well. You of which I have, yes, you. I have an evidence. I have a proof. I have mm -hmm. customers that are there. So 
you were taking I mean, obviously for you to be staying in Abuja by yes, yourself. You yes, were, you were I have my landlady's number, I have my pastor's number, I make clothes mm -hmm. for them. You understand? So coming to this place only in the name of to settle down. Wait, ha have you told your aunt what happened? Yes, sir. I I, I went to meet her. What did she and do? I tell her it? that look at her. She asked me what did I want. I told her that what I want is that let the guy settle me so that I can leave. Okay, if I want to leave now, where will I go to? Which house? Which and, and already now I'm learning a work. Now, will I quit the work that I've No, you let, let us even leave to, the work. Uh, okay, let's so where do we, uh, how do I sustain myself? Where do I start from? Where do you start from? That is the And um, the painful part, the one that is killing me inside is that he's just behaving as if nothing happens. Did you know that he told me that he needs a privacy? And I asked him that, did you know you are the one that asked me to come to Lagos? So why would you be telling me that you need a privacy because you want to bring... Sorry, if, what, what? He finally brought a woman to the house, oh. to one room. When his there's brother no is chair living in the house. There's no chair in the house. Three of us was on top of the bed, me, him, and the girl. <laughs> your auntie, your auntie, what? She said, she said um, uh, she have she would need to discuss with her daughter because it's her daughter that is friend to him. That uh, okay, that the story has uh, changed. I thought uh, she said uh, she knew him to his place. Uh, yes, so yes, so that's give me your, say, give she, me the answer. Okay, fine. Give me so, the auntie's number. Uh, let me give you her number. Uh, what is her name? Her name is Stella, but she's popular, uh, popularly known as Mommy Jude. Mommy Jude. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Hello, good morning, ma'am. Uh, mommy, good, good morning. My name is Olumide Kayo Diomoshevi. Can you hear me? I said my name is Olumide Kayo Diomoshevi. Um, are you Priscilla's auntie? Priscilla, Priscilla. Priscilla, yes. Yes, are you you are Priscilla's auntie, ma'am? What happened? Are you aware of uh, what the gentleman is doing to her, ma'am? I think she said she had told you how the man had made her suffer and all that in the house. Are you are you aware, ma'am? Which one? Yes, yes or no? She's, Okay, man. Have you done anything? Have you done anything about it? You know that this girl does not eat. I run a I run a foundation. We help people like this, and we found out that this girl has not been eating in the house. The man, you know, you are the one that introduced the man to her, and now the man is driving her out to the streets. No food, no money. She has sold everything she has. So what are you, Mama, do? What are you going to do about this matter now? You will call him when? Okay, I will call you back in another two hours, ma'am, because this matter is becoming something else. 
a woman like this cannot be walking around the streets of Lagos. She came from Abuja. And when you heard this, when she told you this, you should have done something about it because you are the one that introduced this man to her. Okay, did when she came, when she came, he went to her senior sister place with the man and they discussed. After the discussion and everything, I didn't know about I didn't know about it. I told her I introduced the man to her because I know the man very well. I know the And you know you know it is because of Okay. that he's even bringing another woman into the house. Ma, 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 wait, oh, hold on, ma, hold on, ma. Eh? The man has told her to leave and he's even bring, bringing another woman to stay with her, with them in the house, on the same bed, in that small room. He said he wanted to marry her, that they should make preparation. No, she doesn't. No, no, no. Let me explain to you now. The man does not give her food. The, she, he has started his 90,000 naira. He's been returning it small by small, small by small. That's what he has been using to eat. Now there is nothing. She can't go back to Abuja because there is no. She has sold her machine. She has nothing. It's like. I will call you. She was looking at it that it was from you. Don't worry. I will call you back now. I will call you back now. Mm. 